if you watched any video and then a little girl screamed, it'd be a scary video. Yeah. I'll say this: the scariest thing that you people say like spiders or snakes. No, it's having sure. a little baby laugh without having any kids, like at three a.m. Yeah, I, I could I could run from a like get away from a bear. I can't get away from little baby ghost. Nah, oh, they got they got, little, they got little legs. Yeah, uh, I'll run. But what are you gonna that do? That was a child ghost, not do? a baby ghost. Mm. You know, the baby ghosts are scarier because they don't they don't know how much venom they have in their sex. <laughs> Welcome to, to three hours later special edition. What's special? I'm sweating like I can't even describe it. There's a pan on my face, basically, and it's just covered in sweat now. You are the crystal lake. I am the crystal light lake. Yeah, Matt pointed out that I went from like Squid Games or I could be a a microphone. Your microphone. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Talking to Alex. Hi. <laughs> Wear a mask. Alex, Alex appreciates it. Ah, but it's Halloween special episode. I'm always excited for these. I we are... thought we were just wearing this stuff to wear it. <laughs> I kind of uh... feel like you want to take yours off the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that dude that gives you a bullseye or something? Yeah, because you know you can't put a bullseye thing into this. That's <laughs> stupid. You need this. Tilt up to show yeah, the corner of your screen. In a second, I might die. Your voice sounds like you are coming out of like an actual like Mando helmet. It feels like it. It feels like I'm in a real one, even though it's the cheap plastic one. Now I kind of just want to see who can keep these on the longest. I think well, I'm gonna lose win. right now. I'm losing right now. <laughs> ah. I'd win. Yeah. I'd win. You win. <laughs> I want to score the game. So much work just for this little gag. <laughs> uh, I forgot was... I could I could have doubled up as a foot soldier. My purple balaclava. Woo! But it's Halloween. But it's also hot because we live switch in out for my headphones. Butthole of California, and it ain't quite. And climate change yet. is real, people. Yep, we're always on fire. I'm trapped in this jacket. Ready, nope. go. Woo! No, too the bright. Good, too bright. The good news is I feel super nice now. Right, <sighs> yeah, you appreciate really... uh, not the mask with two years of prepping with masks did not prepare us for like a full mask. No, no, my, yeah, you know, hey, I will say this my my nose and mouth were totally comfortable. My look at the must... red mark, look at this. <laughs> my mustache has never been sweatier. Oh, Halloween this month has come by <sighs> so fast and it makes me sad because i love this month but you're right like we were just talking about like yeah we need to get a halloween episode up we'll we'll do this in a couple of weeks have plenty of time to research i was researching about half an hour before this before we start recording because yeah. there's no time it's no time no time like now i had one i've had one story for a while and then the second one was just crushing me i could not i it was so hard to find one I had one. Okay, let me, let me rephrase it. It wasn't. 
it wasn't hard to find one. It was hard to find one that I felt like was worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. That was the hard part. And some of mine, like I was trying to go more real with them that I was like, this isn't like scary. It's just kind of like interesting. But I, uh, so we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about spooky things. We're going to, we're going to, we have, we each chose two stories and we're going to go through them. Um, I think we should do like one and then next person, next person, and then see where yeah, we just are. Like, if, yeah. yeah. One, 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 one. Yeah. It works with but me. Before we get into that, uh, what do you guys been have any playing, watching anything spooky for Sawin? Or if you look at, the words that they are spelled out, it's Sam Hain. Cause Gaelic. I've a uh, God, it looks like I've got this crazy Cro-Magnon eyebrow and I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> you look very surprised. I know. Oh. You should, um, uh, we watched a video on uh, Dynamite Hour of what Neanderthals should sound like. If you're ever interested, if you want to, you know, make that a thing. Was not prepared for it to be like, hey, <laughs> one, two, three. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Yeah, sound like those things from the Quiznos commercials. Yeah, oh, Sponge Monkeys. Look, talk about terror. I've been mainly listening to to podcasts, like spooky podcasts, because that's really been my time lately. And Spotify has a great uh, lineup, and so I got one of the stories from there. We'll talk in a bit about that, but I mean, there's like Bob Lazar was on there, and it gave me just like horror flashbacks from our first uh, year. Pukui. Oh, the Pukui. We haven't talked about the Pukui in forever. And I don't work at that same job anymore. So I don't, the Pukui might still be there. What if it's just like, what if it goes with you? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, oh. what if like the back, what if the back of Alex's head splits and open and it's just like, it's me the Pukui. So should I like <laughs> Wait, tell a but story is it of the just Pukui the butthole? Yeah, just the bottle. What? <laughs> should it's I me, should this, me this... tell the Pukui for anyone yeah, who can. doesn't know? I just um, want to add to the lore where, uh, yeah, you, your your butthole splits up into a second butthole. <laughs> it's just like, Alex, it's me. Remember me. <laughs> it was after like one violent night, you like awoken something within you. I was your doo-doo friend. <laughs> Remember when you oh, went shit. and there was nothing there? That was me. Oh, shit. For <laughs> those who don't know. Like, the footprints thing, I pooped and there was a second poop beside me. <laughs> and... <laughs> So and I'm in one. There's one set of poop prints, and that's uh, when I realized that it was Jesus picking me up off the toilet because <laughs> <laughs> my legs were asleep. <laughs> oh man! So what's a pakui? So in my the previous job that I was in, there was always somebody that would use the women's restroom and just destroy it. I mean, it was in the toilet, around the toilet. It, people were in. We're in different levels, and we kind of talk with the staff like who the hell is doing this don't be gross be normal and we're like okay it's not you Stop you you pooping. there's only like three or four women Stop and like pooping. it's happening when we're not there it's someone from a different floor we were at six stories so someone would come up or down the their different story they have restrooms in every every floor and but they would destroy the women's restroom on, on the second floor where, where we were at and we didn't know who it was so we called this person the Pukui because we couldn't find it. It would just be there. Like, hey, who destroyed it? We didn't see anybody. And it was there. And uh, the Pukui legend continued on for up until I left the... And it could still be there. Yeah, it was two, three years of this going on. 
And I think you, they, I think you also aka did the poop bandit. Poop bandit, yeah. <laughs> they even the the women of our staff <laughs> went as far as putting a sign on on the re- the restroom stalls, like please don't make a mess, please clean up after you. Like it was a nice flowery like design, and they ripped it. They ripped it from <laughs> and destroyed it's not, it. It's not the only thing they ripped. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> BM Cooper. Oh, so that's that's the Pukui. No, I don't know it's who it was. It's obviously it was... done some trauma to you. Yeah. Gladly that's I actually never my, saw that's it. Actually, <laughs> that's actually my move. Like, I'll go to the furthest toilet. I just don't want to be near people that I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. But I'm sure there's a whole unit that's just like, that's the shit guy. Sort <laughs> 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 of seemed to only shit here. Oh, it's 11 a.m. again. He's on schedule. Yep. He's regular. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I remember at my old job, there was this one time when I walked out of the our, our like managerial training room was down the hall from the bathrooms, and I opened the door to the training room, and you could if somebody was blowing the bathroom up, especially like bad, you could smell it like immediately in the hallway, and I opened it up and was like, oh my god, dude, somebody somebody has done some damage to this bathroom. And I had to use the bathroom. So I walked into one and like opened the door. The smell punched me in the face. And I turned right around. I was like, nah. And I went back to the, uh, the sales or, or the training room. And uh, there was a bunch of us in there. We were having a meeting and I made like a joke, like, oh man, we got to send somebody in to check on who died. Like just doing the typical, like <laughs> blah, 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 blahs. And we're all laughing and we open the door up. And as we open the door, we see the only manager who wasn't in the meeting come walking out of that bathroom and they were the only person in there. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I have to live with that. I have to live with knowing, knowing what knowing. they did. Make eye contact with them later on. Just like, I know uh, you did. I know what kind of fiber is in your system. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just wanted to go to them. Be like, I don't know where it went wrong, but something has gone very wrong for you. And I want you to be better. It smells like something crawled in you and died. It didn't die. Uh, oh. God. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> where were we at? Ghost poo, stories. Poo, you know. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Poo. Oh, scary. Uh, before we I do, I do want to mention uh, started playing Resident Evil 7, which oh, I sure. don't hate, surprisingly. I just got really frustrated last night, though, because I couldn't get past this one part without dying a bunch. And it just puts me so far back. So how are you enjoying it so far, though? Um, it's not stressful at all. I it partially it's, it might be because Stacy's watching me play, so I feel like I'm not I'm not scared and I in this alone kind of thing. So I haven't been like Whoa, like other games like uh, Evil Within always messed me up. That one just stressed me out. I I want to borrow my buddy's PlayStation VR so you can try it in VR because. I honestly, my memories of that game are that it was the most terrifying experience I've ever had. And I have to remember that so much. That was because instead of playing, walking around that house, I was walking around that house. Yeah. And like, like uh, have you, you've clearly gotten far enough where the, the old man, like the one of the first like big, like, oh shit, scary moments is when you think you're getting away and you're like, I'm getting away. And the old man grabs you and turns you around and you just get that up close of his face and he's yelling yeah, at you. Yeah, I think it was like going up a ladder or something when you did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So imagine how much scarier that is when it's not across a room or on a monitor 
it's like human distance away, a dude screaming in your face. And when you go to turn your head or look away, he's still there. Nope. Uh, nope. It was very upsetting. And I was just like, well, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. Like Does it- eight, eight almost felt like a joy after that because I was so, I was like legit worried to play eight. And then I was like, all right, I'll try it. It was really a cool story. And I enjoyed it. Then eight was a blast. I had so much fun with eight. Like eight is a hundred percent my like my shit. Yeah. I get that's the one I'm more excited for you to get to. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to work towards. So let's go uh, to there's nothing scary about it. I've just been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. The uh, most surprising Rick, fucking game rabbit. of the year. Dude. The game is so good. Sounds pretty polarizing from the reviews I've seen though. Okay, so it's not that it's a great game. It's that the bar was so low because of the Avengers. That the mm, fact that yeah. this is a fucking functional game that like is legitimately kind of fun to play blew my mind. But what I wasn't prepared for is the fact that this is a hardcore single player linear non-open world like game ass game. And um it's just charming, dude. Like I love the characters. This is way more in line with the comic book versions of the Guardians. That's cool. Um just really cool. I and it's it's shockingly gorgeous it's it's so good looking like i was constantly like i keep going to photo mode because if you give me a photo mode in the game i'm gonna i'm gonna mess with it and like i'm sending you guys a couple of the pictures i've taken in it but like holy shit they look impressive i like the style shit it looks so good and then i found out when i took that amazing picture of gamora that there's really cool frames including one that looks like a comic book. Oh, one that looks Astro. like an album. Oh yeah, Cosmo. Cos- how dare Cosmo. you? Cosmo. Yeah, Space Dog. Cosmo's cool as shit in that game. I forget he's the uh, communist. But uh, yeah, if you like, um, it literally feels like That's Uncharted, cool. Mass Effect, and the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game had a baby. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I like That's Rocket the weirdest Raccoon's part. Is that it's... I like the <laughs> braided goatee he's got the going Oh, yeah. Okay, so what's really weird, if you look at that goatee, mm-hmm. the top groot on it is a, it looks like a pop head. And there's a lot of like, because they reference pop culture in the game, and it turns out that it's really important to the character the way they've made Peter Quill now. So Disney owns fucking everything. So it turns out that like, in addition to licensing music, there's just stuff like you in, in Peter Quill's room is a Tron poster. <laughs> um there's a, a very good emotional through line with a Chewbacca action figure from the original uh, Kenner run of Star Wars toys. But uh, I think the part that is the most surprising to me playing it, aside from the fact that it's just a legitimately good, it's, it is a solid like B level game. It's just a good one of those. Um, the part that really blows my mind is like how emotionally resonant the story is. Like, they that's the thing they took from the movies was the idea of like oh just because it's a goofy ass like over the top comic book movie about you know talking raccoon and crazy green guy doesn't mean that you can't get into some like legitimate crazy emotions about family and this game hits you on two fronts in a way that i was not ready for and i i love it so much did you finish it no no i think i'm like two-thirds of the way through it right now 
Again, I just, I keep taking photos. Oh, there's also like a really good costume system. Like there's no microtransactions. You just earn costumes by finding things in the game. And some of the costumes are really cool. The Groot one I just sent is uh, one of his five horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Really having fun with this. uh, That's what I was giving to you. There you go. You got some ammo. (laughs) Yeah. And use these. uh... I'm almost done with uh, season two of Lock and Key. Oh, I keep forgetting that's a thing. I forgot. That's, that's a good a, was that a, is that a new one? The... Yeah. It just came out oh. on Friday. Wow. Okay. I figured out what it is about the show that I, I not that I don't like. I like the show a great deal. Like I, we watched the entire first season in one day and we're almost done with the second season right now. It's that I want that show to feel like Midnight Mass, like in terms of the way it looks, like the fit and finish mm-hmm. of it. I want it to like evoke those feelings but what it does, it evokes the feelings of like a Greg Berlanti CW drama. Yeah. Very CW like. Yes. That's, I think, why like I had such, I bounced off it so hard the first time I tried to watch it last year, year before. It's the teen drama. Yeah. That, they really lay into that portion of the story, yeah. which was not what I was there for. But now that I've gotten over it, I'm like, it, it's good. It's very good. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Once it's it got into the lore of it on season one, I was, I was more into it. But, yeah, I it's, didn't know that was out, so I gotta check it out. Cause it's so far off book now. At this is it. And I, I never. Once oh, God, we stopped yeah. reading the comics, I I didn't pick it back up. Yeah, same it's hitting broad strokes, but it is not the same story. Mm. That's the thing with Netflix. Either it's it's very hit and miss with a lot of these. Well, yeah, shotgun. So yeah. did did you guys see? I guess this is because of COVID. Um, Netflix didn't just uh, renew it for season two. They also renewed it for season three and they went to like finish the story and they went ahead and just record or film both of those back to back. Oh, no, I didn't so know the, that. The cast uh, before this season came out, the cast finished up a 230 day shoot to wow. film 20 episodes in a row of the show. Okay. So the good news is uh, the final episode of the second season is called Cliffhanger and the cliffhanger will pay off because... There is a whole other season already done. Okay. Oh, I'm in. I'll watch it soon. Yeah, I got to remember to try to get back into it. I wasn't like really Sometimes. grabbed by the, the show. I like the comics a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess it, it was the teen stuff for me too. And it, just like knowing like, as the characters were fleshed out really well in the, uh, the comics. So like they didn't feel like who I knew, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I what put me fully on board is once they really start getting to the lore of it, they nail enough of the broad strokes that I was just like, okay, yeah, this is that story I still love. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, last thing I want to mention real quick is I played that in, inscription game uh, by uh, Daniel Mullins. He's oh, the guy yeah, that yeah. did the the hex, uh, which we reviewed on here, and it's another one of those games, but it is so much prettier than uh, the hex or Pony Island, and it's really good. The thing is like much like the hex it doesn't stay the same game as you're playing it it changes and the first part of the game is so addictive and great that i wish that that was just the whole game because you never go back to that style of gameplay um to not spoil it because these are very weird twisty games but this the first game is it's basically slay uh slay the spire it's a card game it's a roguelike uh and and it's just super like really pretty to look at and then the game changes you never go back to that and i just like i just want to play that game mm, yeah can't get too attached to the game yeah, style despite how great the story was too because the story did everything it, it there was um found footage 
There was the classic, you know, how every single game he makes, it's about like get, killing the developer somehow. Yeah. Uh, lots of fourth wall breaks, but I just want, I want to go back and play the other part of the game. Yeah. I'm such a sucker for the, the hidden footage yeah. genre, whether that's and, games or movies. That's, that's the entire premise of this game. It's like you're playing as someone that found this floppy disk out in the forest. And then uh, throughout the game, you actually get video clips of that person that you're playing as and like weird stuff's happening to him in the real world as you're playing this game. I um the funny part is I've still never really heard anybody talk about hex other than us. Yeah. Um I've now had I've seen this game is like kind of picked up a lot more steam than that than the hex seemed to ever do. Yeah. Um, um game Devolver, journalists I follow and stuff have been talking about it. Yeah, Devolver. They picked them up. That's why up, we're so. hearing a lot a lot more of this one. But Hopefully that bleeds into like, oh cool, this is an awesome game. I'm gonna go check out the other others, yeah, you know. I'm yeah, I'm that uh because yeah he's selling a bundle bundle on steam you can get all three games for low price um i really just hope that there's a dlc in the future that's just that one game uh that one part of the game though <laughs> you just want to be, hit him up and be like hey dude just do more of that yeah hey yeah. uh hey. remember me we talked about he, the game that one hey, time. he responded to us on twitter before i know we should reply to that same message like hey it's me again uh hey, it's me again guys <laughs> it's me again uh, i got some suggestions <laughs> got some footnotes for you <laughs> Yeah, well, I, actually, on the Spotify podcast, it's not going to be part of the actual stories, but I never heard of the Flatwoods monster yeah. until Dynamite Hour, and then it popped up again on my Spotify podcast I was listening to. And I was like, what? Okay, I've never heard of it before. And that's such like a weird, like an onion head yeah. alien. And it's in so a random. Zelda game. Um, I go into it more on there, references. but it's... It, it, it's like big in Japan for some reason, but wasn't big in America where it happened. <clears throat> and it was like yeah. right beside uh, Point Pleasant where Mothman was, but it's cool wild. Uh, There's a enough, lot of references. Funny enough, I was listening to last podcast on the left today, their Halloween episode. They did like creepy bosses or whatever. Not that we're doing that too, but they read a uh, um, what, what's the smut love stories called? The, the stupid. Um, can't think of the word, but it was basically a smut novel about the Flatwoods monster, and someone banged it. <laughs> <laughs> like slash fiction? Yeah, something like that. Like it was, oh, like, yeah. yeah, like a fan made fiction, but like very uh, uh, graphic sexually. What is going on? I've seen more and more of those. Huh. Like you can't have a show now without something like that popping up. <laughs> like <laughs> it's what the kids like, I guess. Damn Gen Zers back in my day. Gonna bang. Yeah, I wanted to hunt the Bigfoot, not bang it. How how big? Time was up. What? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> ah. D- double it. Damn. Damn. Stop. Now keep going. <laughs> he actually has no feet. Yeah, apparently he just floats. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. A video started playing audio and it scared the shit out of me. Good so you, lord. You playing games while we're recording? Wow. Uh, no, I just found a video about one of the things I want to talk about for the episode and I wanted to see it, but it was very loud. Huh. All right. Who's up first? Okay, I'm good now. I'm Let's good. get I'm not yelling in my ears anymore. I, I'm ups- I'm kind of uh sad that we don't have the campfire vibes we did during our first one. Just need uh, another video chat to join in as just a campfire right i could, I could probably do that <laughs> um, it's okay 
Let's see. The world's on fire, anyways. Just pretend we're living in now. So, I I'm not gonna lie. I did cheat a little bit. I only have one real story, but that's like a narrative, like good, quick ghost story. Um, the other one is just a thing I found out. I found out about today. It's because I was trying to find the second story and I was comparing to the first one. I really dug the first one, which I'm going to read second. Mm. Um, this is more like a thing I heard about that I've never heard about. I'll read you what it's supposed to be. And then we get to just talk about like what we think it is or what's going on with it. But it seems cool and we can go do this. Just throwing out there. We can go do this. I'm in. Um, like so I got, locally? <clears throat> no, in in uh within this world in Louisiana. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay. I do have one that's super dumb that I, I heard through the the episode. And I had to research it. Another one that's I could I could do. It's a local Fresno one, or at least local to our area. And another one that's more, you know, of lore, so to speak. So I got some I could uh I could uh share. I'll do the dumb one first because <laughs> it's really dumb. That made me think of another one. So I got a few options. I'm not going to do them all, but um, one one was really long, but I really want to get into it because I think it'd be fun. But um, I have one that I saved last year, actually. And it's just like a comment in a thread on Reddit, but it like really spooked me. It's so, weird. I find a lot of ones that spook me and then I forget about it. And then yeah. now when I'm trying to research it, I type <clears> in scary story. And it's about like some homeless guy who chased him with a knife. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot scary. of them that I was reading, it would be like it was scary. It would be it the like spooky story, paranormal. and then at the end, it's paranormal. like the police showed up and they did arrest the guy, and he was just a crazy guy on PCP. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, and it I mean, yeah, to you. <laughs> that's probably what it always is. But also, you don't have to tell us that part. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want me to go first? You want to go first? Who wants to go first? Uh. I I'll, I can go first with the, the discussion piece. You do, you do. Yeah, so let's do this. Have you guys heard of the Devil's Toy Box? I feel like as a euphemism and not relevant to what you're about yeah, to talk about. Yeah, it sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently it's the inspiration for the Lament configuration, um, which it... I don't know if this is true because... Or if that part's true because like I feel like... It is today. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I would have read about that back in the day because, like, I fucking love Hellraiser. And I, that's going to be my scary story. I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to read a Hellbound Heart. <laughs> um, so uh, it is not a small box. So that's what's so funny is they're like, it's the it's inspiration for the lament configuration, except it's a small cabin and it's a full size room and it's covered in mirrors. What's the configuration? Uh, the lament configuration is the box that the Cenobites or that opens the portal to the yeah, the, the Rubik's Cube from Hellraiser. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. yeah. I could, yeah. You know, that's such a smarter way to say it. I'm sitting there going, like, well, you know, uh, it's a device that was made in the, like, I'm well, trying see, to get like uh, yeah. the in stores before the first life. Uh, the lament <laughs> box was created. Yeah, it's, it's where Pinhead come. <laughs> yeah. Both out of and into. Yeah. Mm, that's making the stallion, right? Yeah. Those are the, those are the sites he's got to show you. <laughs> Um, but no, so what this thing is, is it's in, let me open up the other window I had because it reads better there. Okay. It's in Louisiana. Apparently it's an old installation from a, uh, uh, it's called farmers, farmer graves, haunted orchard. And so it's been there for a while. It's part of a haunted maze, but the thing that they've turned into is 
it's a small vanilla shack. It's uh, basically walk in. It's a small room. It's nothing but large wall sized mirrors. And when you stand in it, all you can see is your own reflection. And apparently nobody can stand in there for more than a few minutes. Uh, they start flipping out. They lose their shit they come running out there's like the stupid like and i love this kind of shit because you know it's local legends that like if you dig in you're never going to find this guy but also i just love that this is the local legend um there's like a dude who went in there who's let's see roger helts 52 father of three has been reduced to a wide-eyed mute he hasn't spoken since the day he walked out of it um people regularly come out of it crying flipping the fuck out and then won't talk about what they experienced in there and it's all I want to do now is go stand inside this thing. <laughs> you know what's going to happen is you're going to go in there and then you're just going to see Darth Vader in front of you, but then you're going to chop off his head and it's going to be your head inside his helmet. I feel like it's just going to be a dude who's going to come out and be like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give you 50 bucks. Start screaming. You're not allowed to talk about <laughs> yeah, this. Here, here's 50 bucks. Do not speak again for the rest of your life. But I just thought it was such a cool, like, because you, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I don't see a lot of stuff like this anymore, especially more modern. Yeah. Whenever you see it talked about, it's like in the 1700s, it's this. And instead, this is like, nah, dude, some people built this thing and it is just freaking them the fuck out. And it wasn't built in like the 1800s or built, you know, ancient, ancient Indian bear. It's like, just appeared. It's built at a haunted, like, it's at Hobbs Grove. It's like if if a building at Hobbs Grove, they're like, we went too hard in the paint and it is too scary. (laughs) Um, So you just see yourself? Yes. It's like, maybe. Maybe. It's, hard, <laughs> it's really hard to find pictures of the inside of it, but people describe it and it's just it's just wall-sized mirrors. You walk in and it's just yeah, but it's like bouncing within itself type yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? so it's it's like the shittiest mirror maze, but apparently by being so basic, it just freaks you the shit out. Does my ass look fat in these jeans? And like, <laughs> oh, oh my no, god, it, it does. does so many times. Uh, they told me it wasn't <laughs> leave me, Spectre. <laughs> well, like the funniest thing is the only reason that this like story stuck with me is it's the first like urban legend or goofy thing I've read where they reference something that I was like, that's too new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like that. Like, cause urban le- legends are one of my favorite things, but yeah, you're right. There's not a whole lot continuing. Like we all know the ones that we grew up with, but like, what do the Gen Zers have right now? Do they have new ones or do they have our old ones? And right. There's always even old too. Yeah. There's a Victorian ghost, but there's no like, 80s ghost with like Nirvana yeah. shirt or something. <laughs> so yeah, in this in this story, there's literally the line. I'm, I'm finding it right now because this guy wrote a really long preamble. Um, let's see. Uh, blast this real quick. We rolled into town about 5 p.m. that Saturday. I met up with Aaron at the McDonald's, as she called it, which was a McDonald's. Classic. I it'd be great if it was Burger King. Yeah. I, <laughs> This crazy bitch called it McDonald's. <laughs> I laughed down. when I first heard her say, uh, say that and immediately felt like an asshole for thinking it was funny that Aaron's town only had one McDonald's. Our meet and greet started out a little awkward on account of all the stairs we were getting from the rest of the restaurant. Then again, four strangers driving into town to meet a teenage girl at the McDonald's will do that. And this story does not go where you think it's going. Okay. Uh, thankfully, Gretchen was there to defuse the situation with one simple question. Did you make that? She was pointing at Aaron's backpack, which was actually... Uh, which. It was actually a stuffed doll that I recognized as Lumpy Space Princess from the cartoon Adventure Time. Hey, girl. Like, that's where I was like, how are you, you going to go die with Lumpy Space Princess on your back? <laughs> but uh, they then go on to talk about how they got to the place, the very, again, very Hobbs Grovey kind of place. Um, park in a normal parking spot, get out. They see a bunch of a row of brightly colored plywood shacks lining a vacant field beside several rows of Santana or Satsuma trees, not Santana. 
Uh, they'd been covered in fake cobwebs and scary decorations. Uh, each shack had the sign displaying the name of a different attraction. So that's the whole point. It's like you go in and there's just different things in each shack. So one said horn toss, which uh, looked like it was a ring toss game where you tried to throw halos onto a demon's horns. Werewolf bowling, which was bowling with werewolves, apparently. Uh, the Exorcist, which was a mounted squirt gun game that had several wood cutouts of Linda Blair's face. So, like, at this point, it is just like... Uh, yeah. I 100%. Hope to, I hope you shoot, like, pea soup, though. Oh, God, that would be so great. But, well, like, that's not how she... It can. It, is that how it got into her mouth? That's I, why it came I out don't so know. strong? She also didn't have a balloon on her head. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, then, and then remember when her balloon popped? It was such a good part of the movie. I guess it would have to be holy water and, like, a cross gun or something. Oh, yeah, it says... Uh, Cartoon water tanks were painted below each of the mounted squirt guns. The tanks were labeled holy water. Yeah, I did it. Mm, there you go. She spits back. <laughs> uh, the devil's toy box was the last shack in the row. It was painted bright fire engine red, and the door, which was made up of an entire wall. Or wait, the uh, the door, which made up one entire wall of the small structure, was padlocked shut. Someone had stacked a dozen or so folding rusted chairs against the side of the toy box. Aaron grabbed one of the chairs, began to unfold it. She said, "Now we wait." How long? Gretchen asked. It varies. Hopefully, not forever. Aaron motioned at the thick patch of old in a store left and turned to see a window glowing out there in the distant darkness. See it? That's the Sawyer house. They know we're here. So that's the other part about this story that comes from multiple people that freaks me out is this doesn't seem to be set up like a business business. Like there's not like ticket takers, like the people who own this land are just off to the side in every story I read. Um, so uh, they know we're here and that's a good thing. The tone was tense. It had a look on her face that said she didn't realize how much or she just realized how much she didn't want to be doing any of this. Before Aaron or I could answer, she turned to Jason. Will you walk me back to the car? So they start freaking out. Uh, Gretchen's like, hey, it got too real. They get out to the car. One of them goes inside of the uh, or one of them sees somebody coming out to talk about the box and starts talking about going like, well, have you seen this guy holding up a, a picture of somebody who had been in the box that they hadn't seen since then? And they're like, oh yeah, it was a few weeks ago. He was the one who went in the box that most won't go inside anymore. It lasted almost three minutes. Then he ran off screaming. And that's all they know is that he just ran off screaming and they never found him. <laughs> so the screaming. Eh? The dumb, the weird part is like, there's a ton of stories on this thing. They all tend to talk about the same thing, which makes me feel like, the part of my brain that just has to make everything make sense sounds like this is a single story that got out of hand somewhere. And like, now I'm trying to dig and find where the original story came from. And this, it feels like it's exactly what old ghosts or old uh, mm. local legends would have. Like one person would make up or see something or go and they tell the story and then somebody tells mm -hmm. that story and then somebody tells yeah. that story. Telephone game. It's just so awesome. Like I, I've spent so much time today, like looking into this story and reading all about it. <laughs> you got to you got to you got to construct one now. Turn your TARDIS into a, a devil's box. Oh God, it is the devil's box. It would actually look bigger on the inside too. Ooh, God, it would look creepy as hell inside there. But yeah, it's just so, such that's, a cool that's, neat that's thing a hell of a, to see something new. That's a hell of a marketing strategy, I think. Right. Like it sounds like they don't care about the money. You yeah, and also even if they do, like I'm sure they get money for it. Like you run yeah. it and you just go like, "Hey, people seem to be showing up. Turn the light on. Should we go down there? Just turn the light on." <laughs> yeah, I'm Should picturing I... like people just like shaking it for the outside, trying to like make it spookier somehow. But yeah, it I doesn't sound like your, this place is like packed or busy. Your imagination would mess you up more than anything. 
Yeah, I fucking hate. Uh, we we talked about this um, on the first Halloween because Anna, you had the apartment with the creepy ass mirrors. Yep, hated them. Yep, freaks me out. I'm I, uh, afraid that the my the reflection room is going to do something that I'm not doing. Yeah, living room and restroom. I swear that I can see. So crazy. Swear that I can see the top of my head when I was pooping over there. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just the other thing about this that I find so interesting is um have you guys ever heard about the it's like the the world's quietest room yeah so and the same thing in that like people go into that and they they can't stand very long like it freaks yeah. them out it's too much which i understand that you there's no noise you, it sounds like hear. paradise to me <laughs> so well, so that's the thing though is that apparently like when you're in there because of the way that even the the ground is baffled the only sound because in, you're, if you're not moving, the only sound you hear is your bodily functions. Mm-hmm. And you hear my hair growing. Much, yeah, you hear you hear just how much noise your body makes. I drink coffee. Oh god. <laughs> I, I like it, you know if this is if this is real and this box really freaks people out. I wonder how much of it is the same kind of reaction where it's like almost like sensory overload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in, the lights are the right way. Like they figured out, like if we have the lights on at this place, we do this and we have enough mirrors there. You're just going to be uncomfortable to the point where you're like, I don't want to be in here anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of in my head to set something up like that. That can be actually as creepy as the placement of the lighting yeah. uh, or even have the light slowly rotate because you know, your, your face will appear yep. as though it's changing, even if you're not doing it. Yeah. Well, and even we, we've, I know we talked about it when we talked about lock and key last year, uh, two years ago, whenever it was. Um, we talked about for a hot minute, but like there was a thing in the show that's the the mirror key that's in the show that's not in the comic, and that is so much one of my fears because with that key, the way you know something's wrong or that it's worked is you push the key into a mirror, turn it, and it gives you access to a mirror world, which is like a prison. But the thing that was creepy was that like when somebody would turn, their reflection either wouldn't move with them or would move a little bit behind them in a way where it was off. Hmm. And I'm thinking like, if you're looking straight on and you've got mirrors here and here, you can't help but see those in your peripheral vision. So like mm-hmm. when you're turning, it looks a little bit off to you. Like your, your brain's going to try to put all of them together and start making you think you're seeing something. Yeah. But yeah. So if anyone wants to start like a Halloween a horror maze thing, yeah. just get a box. Yeah, just get in the box. Just get the $10. box. I got so many mirrors. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> you make bank for like two days. Hobbs Grove is so hard to find too. It's so dark on the road, and you just immediately have to like make a sharp right turn. And it's yeah, it depends just on the nowhere. direction. I, I used to live out near there. Um, Stacy actually worked there for a few years for Halloween. I see that. <laughs> but that's all. It's all we got. It's actually really uh, like one of the top ones in the U.S. Surprisingly, really, yeah, top haunts. I went the last two years, and last year they had to change so many different things. So it just wasn't yeah. as good. That's, that's I, kind of why it's good, though, because they do change. Versus I've like, never uh, been there. Yeah. There used to be status rooms out near it, and I actually worked there for a couple of years. But, like, everything was always the same, and, like, the owner didn't care. Just He fucked off the Florida and sold the farm. Did I tell you that last year when I went, the they'll have, like, scary creatures walk around the line as you're waiting, you know? Yeah. One of the creatures was just uh, a very, very sassy lady. <laughs> not not a ghost not a werewolf just like excuse me what did you say with a fan the owners, just like 
walk away. I'm like, what, what was that? Why did I get harassed? Good girl. You know what that is? That's that's the exact person that you scare me or Matt with because that's the person who brings in conflict and we're both like, I'm not, no. <laughs> yeah. Like she's going to get in your face, Matt, and be like, excuse me? Excuse me? And you'll be I'm like, sorry. no. I'm sorry. No, I'm cool. sorry. Yeah. But like a, a Frankenstein walks by, you're going to be like, yeah, high five. Can we get yeah. a picture, bro? Piggy pick. Um, I sent you guys a link to one of the good stories that just talks yeah, about. I want to thing, link to but, that because I've never heard of this before, and that's really so. Interesting. Also, the other thing I want to tell you about is this website I found that I really dig so far called Mysterious Universe. It reminds me of back in the day when I used to really love going to Above Top Secret and just reading stupid, fucking yeah. insane things before it became a super Trumpy, really terrifying it, site. I didn't know that they had a website. They have a podcast though. Uh, yeah, it, it used to be some forums. I was all over them for years. And then I went away, and when I came back, it was it was not a place for me. No, uh, this place, the Mysterious Universe. Oh, yeah. They, they have a podcast because I've I tried to listen to a couple of those, but like they don't put the topic in the title. It's just like the date. So I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know if I want to listen. That's kind of sucks. Yeah, it's cool. It's just like a collection of like just random weird shit, and you can go read about it, and they'll just be like, Hey, here's a quick thing you want to read about. But yeah, I'm pooping. Yeah, I got, I got five minutes. Yeah. Hey, you want a there. quick uh, quick primer on uh, where Slenderman came from? Here you go. <laughs> okay, now they do have titles on here. Cool. But I like that. I want to look more into the devil box. Just a just fun man. Like it was just one of those things where I was like, I was like, good for the good for this generation. <laughs> good for you guys making They're up your be own okay. crazy dumb shits. Yeah, creating your own traumas. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was the end of my first one. I'm done. I don't want to talk. Okay, to sounds good to me. <laughs> um, I have a super, just a super dumb one for the for the first one that I've never heard of, about before. Um, let me see if I could find it real fast. You want to go next, Matt, or shall I? Yeah, I'll, I'll get this one out of the way. Yeah, like it's. I really do want. This is the one I've been thinking about the entire time, but it's just. The person that wrote it wrote it from their perspective, but the story they is from someone else, so it's just really weird to uh, read. Oh, I thought the entire thing was recorded. Sorry. No, it wasn't, <laughs> thankfully. But I had to take a quick break, so this might sound funny on the recording. But I had to get uh, my Dust Bowl beer, thanks to our DM, Sean, because he lost the bet. Um, I bet him Dodgers would beat the Giants in the series. Um, and he lost. And thank you, Sean. Yeah, for this fuck that sports beer. team. Yeah, oh, hail fuck the Alex Giants. sports team. Yeah, yeah. I like regular size sports people. I don't need no giants. Yeah, yeah. overgrown babies. They're not even Anyways. that tall. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked. Most of them are between like five, seven, and six feet. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Liars. Stupid giants. I'll just say make the World Series this year. So I am now. Um, I have a lot more time on my hands because baseball dodged is a long a... season. E stop. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Resume, man. Um, I'll try. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to try to get pictures because I got the very same Sean uh, a costume for Halloween where he's going to be the the dungeon master from the, the, the 80s or 90s cartoon. I saw that's so funny. It's, it's, I love the bald head and just the yeah. long white hair. God. I have so many pictures to post on our Instagram. If uh, you're following this, uh, if you're new to three hours later, our Instagram is three hours later, the number three, and I believe hours later all spelled out. Uh, if you search, yep. it comes right up. HRS 
later. Yeah. Later, it's all spelled out. Who who took our like? Who has some three s- underscore hours later taken? Probably some SpongeBob account. Uh, I know that's what <laughs> comes up so much. Is that SpongeBob? Three hours later, we should just own it, right? Start talking like that guy. All right, all right, Matt, go on with your story. All right, so this one, um, I had to go back and find it down. Luckily, I did save it, but then the original got deleted, but I was able to still retrieve it. But um, there's a, a thread in like a par- paranormal subreddit, and it's just like, you know, what's your scary story? Blah, blah, blah. And so this was one of the comments, and it actually kind of freaked me out. It's not super scary, but th- th- it got me. It's going to be worded weird because, like I was saying, this is a Redditor telling a story that was told to them by their mom oh. that <laughs> is about their mom's friend. So we just got to get our heads wrapped around Telephone that. game. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <clears throat> okay. So here it goes. This is posted by underscore E-M-M-X-Y. This was a year ago in the paranormal subreddit. Okay. So this is a story my mom told me when I was a teenager. I told friends and every one of us got flashbacks to thinking about it. When lying in the dark, whenever they lie or doing ghost story stuff, they would always bring this one up. Uh, my mom worked in a social club as a barmaid in the 80s and 90s. She always remembers it as a great place, friendly with the regulars and the other staff. One of the other staff members who we'll call Tom is the brother of a family friend who we'll call Jim. My mom had been friends with this family for decades. They kind of lost touch, so I didn't meet Jim until I was about 16. After hearing the story a few times from my mom, when I was younger, uh, years later, Jim told me the same story independently. You need to understand that this family are hardworking class, are hardworking class, uh, not the sort of people even to believe the paranormal, let alone go around making up ghost stories. I feel like the working class are the people that have the ghost stories, though. Back to the story is what they say. <laughs> uh, in the bar where my mom worked, uh, pulling pints, Tom walked. Oh, Tom worked as the doorman or the bouncer. They obviously worked late nights, and therefore, at the end of the night, the bar would pay for their taxis home uh, for the staff to make sure that they got home safely. That's night, very nice of that bar. Yeah, that uh, this is in the UK, so uh, that's why it uh, sounds so nice. Explains it. <laughs> uh, let's see. One night, my mom and Tom shared a taxi home, I think with another staff member, too. Tom was dropped off first, and then the other staff member, and because my mom lived uh, in a cottage outside the city, she was always the last to get home. Tom had been dropped off at a friend's house instead of his own. His friend was also a bouncer at another bar who just finished his shift uh, a while earlier. So they planned to just hang out after their respective shifts. The next day, my mom was back at work and Tom came in for his shift. He came and sat down at the bar in front of my mom and ordered a whiskey. I think licensing laws were a bit more lax in those days because my mom says it wasn't uncommon for them to have a few drinks on the shift. She started chatting with him as normal. And she said he seemed really quiet and didn't look as if he had much uh, sleep. After some coaxing, he told her that something had happened. Uh, The story his brother Jim had told me 20 odd years later. After his shift, Tom had gone up the lift in in a multi-story of his friend's flat, knocked on the door and waited. After a few minutes, his friend, whose name I can't remember, so we'll call him Steve, came to the door and invited Tom inside. They walked into the house and Steve asked Tom if he fancied a coffee, which he accepted. Tom told him to grab a seat in the living room while he made their drinks. Tom took off his coat and hung it up at the door as Steve headed to the kitchen. 
Tom walked up the hall into the living room where he saw Steve's neighbor and her daughter who were already watching TV. And I guess this is like a flat, so it's a communal area. Just yeah. weird that the neighbors were there, just like Hey Arnold type stuff. We're like, yeah. it was just a general area for everyone else. You say Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I could think of because it was just a weird concept. It makes sense though. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Um. So Tom greeted them and the mother turned and smiled and, and acknowledged him. He sat down and started making small talk as he never met uh, these girls before and they weren't exactly the most chatty. It's just nodding and smiling. After not getting much of a response, Tom just sat with them and watched TV. After a minute or so, the woman and her daughter stood up out of their chairs, got on their hands and knees, and started to, started to army crawl along the floor around the room. Perplexed, Tom stood and walked to, into the kitchen and said to, said to Steve something along the lines of, what the fuck are they doing? What have they been drinking? To which Steve replied, thank God you can see them too. Yeah, that takes a lot of stamina. <laughs> takes a lot no, of stamina no, no, to like... do those army crawls. <laughs> Tom had obviously freaked out and went back into the living room to see that they were both gone. Apparently, this was a regular occurrence for Steve, who thought he was going mad and had just been hallucinating. Until then, he was the only one who had seen them, and they repeated the same actions every night. After a bit of dig digging, they found out that there had been a fire some years before in the flat where a woman and her daughter had died. Damn, they're like in a, I don't like like a ghost loop. <laughs> I mean, it's a good story. I don't like it. Yeah. No, that one just I just maybe that was one of the ones that like made me feel all tingled when I got to that line. Yeah, yeah. like that. So they're just replaying just the, the last moments over yeah. and over at the same time. Yeah, and just the way the guy goes like, responsive. oh, thank God you can see them too. Yeah. It's like, no. Oh, they're responsive. Yeah. Well, like slightly because they like smiled and nodded them. But yeah, the fact that that is a, a nightly thing and just like I live here and I guess the rent's cheap because he didn't move. I have to say that that is one of the worst ways to go is trapped in a burning building. One of the worst, like scariest things. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's, yeah, that is a huge, huge fear of mine. Um, just the part where I am still hung up on the, like the idea that he just sees them every night. He's like, yeah, they're just here every night. And it's like, then you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know they're not trying to kill you according to this story, but like, I, so, okay. On the right next to me right here is a window. I run a vent to it when I'm working on like cutting things with my laser because you don't want to inhale those fumes. So you have to run the uh, uh, hose out of a window. So I have a venting system that goes to it. I usually keep the screen on the window. See the mailman pass out. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I didn't realize how I didn't realize how bad it was until the other day my brother left. I was uh, cutting some acrylic and that puts off some nasty odors. And in the house, like you're fine. My brother walked outside to go check the mail and he had to walk down our street to our communal mailbox. And he was just like, smelled it for like two houses uh, like oh shit yeah the property price is gonna go down oh yeah. we have a 3d printer down the road <laughs> yeah we got somebody just making shit no but so what's funny though is that um but if i don't take the screen off the particulates will build in a circle on there and because of uh cutting acrylic it's like got a silvery sheen to it so now at night if i have the window open and the screen shut it there's just a silver halo in the shape of a head. It looks like somebody's doing this in the window looking. Oh. <laughs> and like all I can think is like that still scares me. Yeah. Every night. <laughs> I know what it is. I did it. I know it's a hundred percent just a dumb circle. Every fucking night I see it. There's a moment where my heart stops and I'm like, oh the demons. <laughs> so like if you're the guy who's sitting there just like, and that's a still thing on a window. 
Yeah. If you're just like, yeah. And if every night I look at it, it would smile at me and be like, mm, gonna what, burn. Yeah. Well, what's on the yeah. telly? Yeah. Yeah. What's oh, the no, best red? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that just that hit me in a weird spot where I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, then uh, that's what I like about like I know Reddit's terrible, but I, I have to go on it all the time. Um, I've learned a lot about Reddit this week, and I'm really <laughs> into it now. But that's kind of what I like is finding stuff like that just in the comments. Like it's not an actual post. Like mm-hmm. it's just like I found someone said this at some point, like halfway through a thread. <laughs> yeah, it's Reddit. Reddit comes through when it comes to some of the spooky stuff. I. Uh, I know you would send us a couple articles just in the past, just in, in general about like cool things you found there. And I never really dug into it in this week because I was looking for stories. That was actually where I found every good yeah. story. Reddit is, is the place for that. I know some of the scariest things are, racist. <laughs> are the true events where the yeah. guy would find post-it notes on his fridge. And oh, he yeah. can't, he can't remember I, what was I happening. Almost came, I almost came with one of those uh, one today. Just, and just, I was like, Oh, not like yeah. And for those who don't know the story, he was he was receiving post-it notes on refrigerator around his house yeah, and like it didn't make sense. Stocked, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like who's and he, and he didn't know who was putting these post-it notes and they're giving him a warning. Sometimes it didn't make sense. Well, kind of just the short version of it. It was him leaving himself notes that there was uh, what carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. Happening, oh, it, which which made yeah. him lose his memory. But that was but the crazy was, thing is that mm-hmm. he the original post was just, "Hey guys, I think I have a stalker." I see these post notes around the house, yeah. and it was the comments where someone's like, "Hey dude, you might want to check to see if there's a carbon monoxide leak in your house," because we described is a lot of like carbon monoxide the symptoms, symptoms. kind of yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, the, I almost brought one tonight, but it's just there wasn't enough to talk about on it other than like, isn't that weird? Where like <laughs> uh, a lady was in a like an extended stay hotel, like on business for a period of time in a, in a city. And so this room is very lived in at this point. Like she's been in this room and I guess she does business in the city enough that she keeps coming back to it. And so she's been in this room before. Hmm. And the story was like, the headline was like, uh, somebody came through my mirror and is rifling through my things and I'm like mm-hmm. a demon mm-hmm. right <laughs> and she describes it like the quick and dirty is like she walked in the room one day she's there with her buddy they're like after a long day of work like blah 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 open the door she opens the door and there's this tall emaciated woman standing at the foot of her bed holding a bag and she's like why are you in my room she's like I thought this is my room she's like why are you in my room she's like my key works, my key works. And she's like, I get out of my room, get out of my room. That's my stuff. Why are you going through my stuff? Like yelling at her. And so then up to this point, I'm like, it's an apparition. Yeah. So then the lady pushes past them and walks out while holding a bag. And she's like, and then I snatched a bag to see if it was my stuff. And it wasn't my stuff. It was just dirty, <laughs> gross clothes. And then you, she starts describing and you realize, oh, it's, it's a transient. <laughs> And so I keep reading. I'm like, but what the fuck? Like, what's going on? So she said, like, she came in, was finding stuff. And there was like a baseball bat on her bed that is not hers. Uh, There was like a uh, like another weapon. I can't remember what it was. Doesn't matter. On the bed. She's freaking the fuck out. And the cops come and all that. And she notices while the after the cops leave that there's a little bit of drywall in her sink. And she's like, that's fucking weird. Trying to figure out where it came from. And basically on a whim 
touches the mirror and finds out the mirror can come off the wall like a hanging photo. Mm-hmm. And behind the mirror is like a two foot tall by one foot wide hole. What? And the fucking crackhead lady had been living in the walls of the hotel. They don't know for how many years. <laughs> wow. Going room to room, taking what she wanted. Um, And so like, she was like talking about how that explained like, cause it's a no smoking hotel. And she was like, I would notice when I'd stay in this hotel that I could smell smoke and it smelled like it was in my room. And it's because, yeah, because this woman would go to your room when you weren't there, rifle through your shit, and she'd be smoking the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That, banana shit. Yeah. That was a similar one I found on Reddit, too, where the transient would live in that person's attic. And every time he would he would see the lady leave and would climb from a tree to the attic and found a spot to live in. And she would notice like an egg or bread or something would be missing, but not too much to be disturbing, but just enough where she could notice it. And it happened over and over and over again. She was going crazy until she spotted him. And apparently from the story, she had made nice with the transient and was like, you could, you could live here. She was really sweet to the guy. Like it was really nice. And he's like really apologetic that he had to steal to get by. Get, get you know, she gave him a room and then ended up like making it out, like surviving on his own. <laughs> it's just a really God. weird story. I always think about that stuff ever since like I watch Candyman. Like, I always think about like the, the hole in the wall behind the mirror. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, I always just thought that was like some bullshit from Candyman. That's apparently like a common thing in certain kinds of buildings. Yeah. Um, when they're when they're building them, because for the for the workers to get in between to get to plumbing to get to electric, once the drywall's up, that's how they do it. And I guess in a lot of these places, they don't because cl- it's time and labor to close that hole off. Mm-hmm. Or you could just permanently mount a mirror over it in a bathroom. And I guess that's like extremely common. So I went down another rabbit hole after that shit, <laughs> um, where. Uh, I just kept reading story after story after story of like something was moved, just like you were saying, Alice, like something was moved or something is missing or mm-hmm. something this, or there's a weird smell in my house. And I happened to touch the mirror this one time and the motherfucking mirror had a hole behind it. And the goddamn candy man lives back there. Yeah. That's scary. So weird. Or even um, there's a, there was a house where that happened and the guy caught it on camera where some, lady was living in their attic or something like would come down at night and eat their food and go back upstairs it's a parasite yeah yeah there, there's a really fun episode of a, a show that i love that didn't didn't get enough love when it was on the air called uh, happy endings where in this episode the two main characters they share a loft in chicago and the whole plot of the episode is that they have a they have a dude doing that to them who lives in the crawl space above their loft and comes down and takes their food. So it's even, it's even infecting comic or uh, Whoa, comics, uh, uh. shows. Uh, but yeah, so it's just really wild. Is this Michaela living in the attic? Oh, that freaked me out. I know what's happening. Uh, and I think the, I'm the only one that lives alone. So I got to like, after this podcast recording, uh, you don't <laughs> check on everything. <laughs> you don't live you alone, Alex live alone. Here come the ghosts. <laughs> hey, we're out of peanut butter. You hear it through the wall. <laughs> oh, get sh- crunchy next time. <laughs> I only like Peter Pan. 
they're just gonna leave post-it notes of like recommendations like this yeah. is not good for you stop yeah. eating mcdonald's three times oh, out of the week. you know nestle owns that brand don't don't get that anymore <laughs> yeah we are organic here <laughs> <laughs> i don't see um, the oil on top i don't want it Gotta <laughs> <laughs> just mix it in okay i have a dumb one let's do it that's it's gonna be a palate cleanser for that one all right bring so it. okay let's see here all right. I'm going to read this off the Wikipedia a little bit and I'm just going to I'm just going to really paraphrase the story quite a bit cuz there's a lot that goes into it. I'm going to read the first sentence here uh, or paragraph. So, in September 1931, the Irving family consisting of James, Margaret, and the 13-year-old uh, daughter named Very claimed they heard persistent scratching, rustling, and vocal noises behind their farmhouse's wooden wall panels. And before I go any further, from what I found from the Wikipedia and from the Spodcast episode, it's a little different. So from Spodcast podcast, for the Spotify podcast, they, the husband and the whole family had heard the scratching, uh, which isn't uncommon. They lived in the um, Olive Man very small islands um, consisting of like a, if you think of like midnight mass, the islands with small population, yeah. it comes close mm-hmm. to what, what that, what that is. And in the winter, it's even smaller. And so you, you're talking about a few hundred people and there's not necessarily small animals, but it's not unheard of to hear these scratches and the scratches persist through days and weeks and they, they didn't think anything of it until they heard kind of like a baby cooing and then babbling. And then almost, yeah, just like, you know, you hear a baby crying. What's, yeah. what's, what's that? The husband goes out and looks at it, tries to find the sound, hears it, but can't find it. And eventually this must be a very, this creature or whatever it is, has a high intelligence and eventually evolves into kind of talking in a way. And whatever reason, the husband's not scared of it and tries to communicate with whatever it is out there. You know, maybe some hellos back and forth. Hello, hello. And it evolved into sentences and talking. And kind of fast forwarding, they make friends with this, whatever this creature is. And they had later described it as like an earthbound spirit trying to communicate with this family. And the spirit becomes very attached to the 13 year old daughter to think you're scratching just, and, and eventually they foul presence by the window and they're, you know, it's, it's winter now and there's not a whole lot of people. And so no one's going to believe that there's something outside or, or apparition. And they didn't even think that far. And they moved the 13 year old daughter away closer to them away from the window. And that's when things start getting violence. I mean, just more aggressive, uh, scratching, more aggressive sounds um, until they eventually could communicate with this, with this thing. They, they haven't seen anything, right? They, they only can hear it. Not yeah, not yet at this point. Ooh. So um uh, see here. They eventually get it to talk. And they the 
his uh the spirit's name is Jeff. G-E-F. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> just do it. Just do the I thing. Did, yeah, I, that's all I heard when he said the spirit's name is Jeff. I just heard my name Jeff. My name Jeff. Jeff. I did too. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Spirit, what is your name? My name Thank Jeff. <laughs> I, of all damn names, yeah, you could pick Jeff. <laughs> it's so it's not. It's like after a while, like if you if I hear it's Jeff, I'm not intimidated by a Jeff. Like <laughs> okay, Jeff, whatever. Hey, what are you gonna do, Jeff? Uh, yeah, what are you gonna do about it, Jeff? I'll kick your ass. <laughs> and um, so this spirit describes itself in a form of like a mongoose. So the reason <gasps> I say it's I know, dumb, I know the story. You do yeah. The it's mongoose Jeff, is what the talking it for fucking you. mongoose. Yeah, yeah. I just learned about this this year. Yeah, and it that, said like I'm I'm a freak. I have hands and I have feet, and if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into a stone or a pillar of salt. Quote from the from the family. And a mongoose said that it's documented uh, too. Like this is a documented yes. thing. That's the thing. That's what is so mind blowing about it. Yeah, was, keep going. Sorry, I I got excited because I this is awesome. No, this is great. I, this is the first time I've heard about it was just a few days ago. Hmm. And I, I've never heard of a talking mongoose spirit, whatever, whatever. And so they are trying to figure out what the heck is going on. They bring in the, the, the town trying to like talk about it, but they w- really wouldn't talk about it because no one's going to believe them. There's only a few hundred people that are in this area. But things are progressing, like even inside of the house. You know, they the claim that they would and it would be like a, a nice talking mongoose if they overslept, they'd wake, wake the wake up the family. Or if there was a, a mice problem, it would it would kill the mice and, and like leave it as a gift, almost like a cat. And uh, yeah, it would like regularly uh, uh, accompany them and trips to the market, supposedly, because they would know what they bought. Um, anyways, it starts getting more attention. And they get popular in like the tabloid press. Um, and then you get people of interest and they start investigating like, okay, there's really a talking like mongoose. Like we got to figure this is this true or false or whatever. And so that's the reason it's so well documented. I mean, you go up into like four years later. So this started in 1931. It goes into 1935 and um, the editor of The Listener, Richard S. Lambert, also known as Rex, um, is a friend, a paranormal investigator of the, of the family. And he goes out there and he, he tries to see if it's true or false. And the crazy thing is they could not figure it <clears throat> out. There would be things like they would sit together and nothing would happen, nothing would happen. And then all of a sudden, uh, one account was like a needle went from one one part of the house to another just fling like shot out and there was no one like all the families there so it couldn't be the family they couldn't figure out what it was that made that thing happen it was from like the the house and the best that they described it was it was a mongoose but but has short hair and they tried to prove that the mongoose was real and somehow, some way, they found fur and had sent it out to with this like investigator, and that went to like this naturalist, uh, F. Martin Duncan, who had defined uh, identified it as a dog. But you get a lot of people together, and you would hear 
And I'm not sure if this is more confirmation bias. If you're going to hear crazy sounds, your brain is going to try to find crazy sounds. But there's multiple accounts Learning. of like kids walking to the house trying to trying to find the, the mongoose and they would hear scary sounds. And it's like, oh, I seen a animal with yellow fur um, or I seen uh, this or that. And so this built up this story of this talking mongoose. And at the end of it all, it's still left unknown of what, what it was. They've, I guess they found like a alleged prints of it, of the mongoose that kind of looked like a dog, but it was like longer toes. Um, ever since then, they still have said this. They won't talk about it really, but they still hold truth to the story. There's nothing that deviated from the stories. And um, I'm not sure if you want to add anything that I missed, Matt. I know this is a very <laughs> quick story, but I just I just have sad news that actor uh, Leslie Graham in 1946 shot and killed Jeff the talking mongoose because he bought the farm. <laughs> and then there's a news article that just made me laugh because it's just like clue to mystery of talking weasel. <laughs> yeah, that I uh, you got to ask your Irish friend because uh, this is north of Ireland and one of like yeah. oh, Ross. shout out to Ross. From um, I understood that yes. reference podcast. Stop tossing goats and go find us a talking mongoose. Yeah, damn I'm it, we want answers. So much Jeff fan art right now. <laughs> My name Jeff, and it's G E F. G E F. What a pretentious asshole. Oh man. My name Gif. My name Gif. <laughs> Get it right. Oh, I'll haunt you. I need. I need. I did it for devilment on everything I own. <laughs> so there you go there's a talking mongoose story it's a real yeah, that's a, it's that's a, a weird one. yeah i was listening uh my co-worker i think actually was just randomly he was like have you heard of jeff the mongoose yeah <laughs> i never heard of it just Tell having a damn moment right now yeah <laughs> like but if you had a so a lot of the speculation is they they made it up they wanted the daughter to move away like get scared so but, much that you know to to not live here anymore you we don't want you to have this life apparently i think there'd be easier ways to do that some of the other stories are that the girl was doing like a ventriloquist act yeah that was very high and into that and they've and there's uh accounts of people of like her uh school age friends that had heard her do that before and so there was you know stories of like no she does this she could do it. This doesn't. This doesn't surprise me that she'll try to make up the story. You know. No, I guess. Well, I think what, what, what is this so over the top is like how many just old newspaper articles yeah. are coming across about him. Yeah, it was. It was heavy in the in the papers at that at that time. Oh my god! I mean, there was investigators coming for years, and they still hold true to it. And that's the thing I don't get. Okay, if it was a daughter, just say it was you. And just like you could exploit it some way. I don't know. Like, yeah. why did you do it? But if it's not, there's no upside to just making up that story. I could think of, I could just say it's a ghost rather than a mongoose. There's so many better ways to go about making up a story than a mongoose with a mohawk. Uh, I know this one stood out more than other, all the other ghost stories. Right. I mean, it's all about market. You like, gotta market your ghost stories. You gotta market your ghost stories, people. <laughs> I like the the fish <laughs> one we got last year, two years ago. In this PowerPoint, I will. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing PowerPoint the amount of images I'm sending you guys right now. Oh, I'll share this on the Instagram too. I am a freak. Hand legs. Yeah, exactly. The quote I just said. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a that's survived by an account. It's with all GIF. over shit. It is all over things on here. It's crazy that there's so much of it, but I, it's not as well talked about, I guess. Apparently, well, oh, here we go. I'm a freak. freak got two hands. I, I like that this one doesn't hide behind any kind of like catchphrases. <laughs> it's like, read this as like Charles Manson. Talking mongoose. <laughs> I'm a freak. I got hands and feet. And if you stop me, you faint. Maybe petrified, mummified, turn into stone or a pillow of salt. No, I want to ask Eminem. I guess it's I also the Adam. I'm the What's fifth dimension. I'm the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Put my hoodie and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna be D- boom, DJ Jet the, the mongoose. Now I'm looking to see what uh, gets recommended me on Etsy. Now that I've clicked on 300 different uh, Jeff the Mom's mongoose spaghetti. No, you got to draw one um, and put that all on a ribbon for me so I can get it tattooed. There you go. <laughs> Oh, we've got our matching Jeff tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Anniversary. Oh, man. So there's mine. Glad you guys liked it. <laughs> My tattoo, Jeff. It's very good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I like the weird stuff. Even like just the bizarre is really cool. Had to. Had to. Oh, man. Oh, I guess I do. Follow that one. up, Hannah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will. Ooh. So okay. I uh, I found when I was digging through on Reddit, um, I'd seen a lot of the usual suspect like subreddits uh, for scary, creepy shit. But then I found this one. Uh, it's uh, slash let's not meet. Hmm. Have either of you guys ever hmm. gone there? Yeah. Yeah. So this subreddit is specifically supposed to be about um, spine tingling, unusual and terrifyingly true tales about uh, stories about people you never want to meet again. And I found one on here that is legitimately one of my goddamn fears. Oh, um, okay. Okay. It, it is ready. upsetting. It's upsetting to me on a fundamental level. And I don't care if it's supernatural or not; it's terrifying. The it's real pretty. stuff. So this is the called, real stuff gets like gets me the most because it could happen to me, the, type thing, you know. This, this is this is the perfect kind where like I could see this being what I'm about to read. You could be the cold open to a movie, and then you get credits, and then it deals with like this shit that happens because of this fucking creepy thing. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, it's called the Smiling Man, and this was posted oh. ten years ago. Uh, And so it starts with about five years ago. So 15 to us about five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U S I've always been a night person. So I'd often find myself bored after my roommate who is decidedly not a night person went to uh, sleep to pass the time. I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking I spent four years like that walking alone at night. Never once did I have a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite, but all that changed in just a few minutes, one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between one and two in the morning. I was walking near a police patrolled park quite a way away from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it is most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz. Uh, But each time he finished the box with an odd forward stride, 
I guess you could say he was dancing, uh, dance walking headed straight for me. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with the waltz, but like, that's where you'll hear like the one, two, three, one, two, three. Like, yeah, and, like and, walk in a box. Yeah. And you're constantly doing that. But what this guy's doing is doing a solo waltz. And at the end of every box, he just takes like a sweeping step, step forward. forward. Yeah. Go off. <clears throat> oh, it gets creepier. Uh, deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky, wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide, uh, wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off into the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing, was standing with one foot in the street, perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I put about a half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he had been standing to find him gone. Uh, for the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance in the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it's clear that he moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time just staring at him. And then he started moving toward me again. He took a giant exaggerated tiptoed steps as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point, I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again about a car length away from me, still smiling a smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, or when I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what the fuck do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. What came out was a whimper. What the fuck? <laughs> Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react at all. He just stood there smiling. And then after what felt like forever, he turned around very slowly and started dance walking away, just like that. Not wanting to turn my back on him again, I just watched him go until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. Then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off the side road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of my way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night. I never went out for another walk. There's always been something about his face that haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. So like the story before and every single time, every single time it gets to me. Yeah. Like as I'm telling the story, like my, the hair on my neck was trying to stand up. It's, it's just such uh, a creepy thing that it's like, cause it would remind me of was like, at first I was like, are we talking about the jump, the gentleman from Buffy? And just looking, I was like, oh, that's that's a common thing. I went and looked and like, yeah, the 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 grinning man or grinning alien is like a common trope across mm-hmm. a lot of things. But that one just it was the fact that like it was the dancing, it was the like methodical movements and yeah. 
making yeah. a show of it that just fucking unnerved me. It was a really good uh, YouTube short um, of that exact thing. Um, that's I nope. sent it to the chat right now. It was the first thing I thought of. Oh, well, really nobody <laughs> sent it to you guys. Um, but yeah, <laughs> listeners, if you just search uh, Smiley Man on YouTube, it'll pop up. It's 2 a.m. The Smiley Man short film. That's the thing that unnerves me the most is when things are just out of place. Like this one thing for be like a angry monster, or chainsaw guy. It's like, okay, that's in place of what I should be scared of. But when, mm-hmm. it, when it's out of place, that shouldn't be scary. Like smiling, a waltz. Yeah. Those two things should not be one of the most terrifying Reddit st- stories I've ever heard. <laughs> it's yeah. 2 a.m. Stop dancing at me. You know, I the best part to. too is like that if, if you wanted to turn that into a good story like it could be like just the way a, um, a movie about a serial killer starts or the movie about uh, like some supernatural force that comes and takes people in the night or some crazy shit or it could be it could be a fucking weird alien <laughs> subvert it make it the good guy yeah he's like why won't you dance with me <laughs> we have to finish the dance or your world will be destroyed Okay, I'm watching it now, and it's still it's just kind of funny without the sound. <laughs> yeah, the music really makes it tense. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he's like part B, and the only way he could talk is through dance. Yeah, buzz, I just hit buzz, the buzz. part where he's dancing toward him, and I don't like. Yeah, it. I, don't I don't like, like it. it all. Dancing in the street. What the ah? <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me of like oh, a now he's on doing Titan. a weird. Now he's doing yeah. like a weird like West Side Story dance. Like, I don't uh, like that. That sounds cool. Yeah, like yeah, that that is the the eerie part of Attack on Titan is when the monsters just they just look like smiley people. But what does he do if he catches up to you? Like, what's he? What's the intent? Like, oh, he's been, gonna put it in your butt. <laughs> I was gonna say tickle you, but all right, tickle your butt. I like, <laughs> tickle your butt from the inside. Oh no! <laughs> I'll run too. <laughs> Just gonna force you to dance with him as much as he wants. I don't want to. Do- oh, he's running at him! Oh, he's running at him! Yeah, I stopped Run! it. I don't like it right Run! now. It's too much. <laughs> oh, I had a point man. where I was like, I need to go to bed some point tonight. And I don't. There's um, I think they started a podcast based off of that subreddit too, where it's just stories of let's not meet. Uh... Yeah, I've spent I spent a lot of time on that the last few days, and like, it's a really cool mix of like creepy stories like this and then just also like just really fucked up stories about like a, a fucking a serial killer almost killed me one night but it's cool he didn't and you're like what oh, the fuck yeah. okay what's, what's, the, what's the, on the news what's the scariest person you've ever met in person scariest person i ever met mine for sure was like a dude who was shoplifting and wouldn't stop talking to himself and had a knife hanging from his belt and kept fidgeting around it and he never did anything that like outwardly threatened me, but it was the fact that he was standing. Oh, okay. He, he did do something that actually made us all fucking freak out. He was being really creepy. And then the part that apparently I blocked out was that he also, and I think I sent you guys pictures of this. He had a notebook with him that he left behind when we finally yes. took out of our store. Yeah, and he had like drawn that. fucking pictures of the guy at the AP stand and like written kill him and shit like oh, that on it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? That was really scary. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. I forgot about half of that story. Oh, I was like, sorry. why was I so afraid of that crackhead? Like <laughs> yeah. I dealt with crackheads all the time. That's what what I, was yeah. I was like, yeah, it's every day we're in Fresno. <laughs> yeah. That was the funniest part because I knew I was afraid of this guy, but I was like, why was I afraid of him? He just was a crackhead with a knife. He just had your name on a notebook. Out. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. It was the fact that he was like, 
he had a goddamn kill book. I'll do a death note in Fresno. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know his name. I'm going to drum. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, I think his name him. is No Steeler Man. <laughs> no Steeler Man. Yeah. Nowadays, it looks like a lot of the stuff that's on the um, Let's Not Meet subreddit is a lot of like what sounds like human trafficking that went well for the person mm. who would have been kidnapped. Wow. That's scary. Yeah, check out the um, just the Let's Not Meet podcast. That one's really good. They they handpicked the best ones and it's still going. Wow. Well, I look at It's uh, very interesting, but also like I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'll not be doing that. Thank you. Well, yeah. I'll stay away from that. Um, I haven't met a whole lot of like people that really really scared me, but the one did that popped in my brain right now was uh, I 100% heard like ear violin like single notes in this one situation <laughs> and i was working at a we at a blockbuster and i had held a movie for uh one of the girls that worked at a pizza place next door because she wanted it was like hills advice or something she's like everyone was getting it it was hard to find on the shelf so we, i got one returned and i was like hey got one if you want me to hold it for you and then she's like yeah cool and after her shift over there she came by and to thank me she brought a pizza and so I was like, hey, everyone, uh, they brought pizza to my coworkers. And one of my coworkers was already like a space cadet. Um, don't want to name names, but at, at, everyone that knew me at that blockbuster should know who this guy is. Um, but anyway, hey, there's pizza. And he's like, cool, I need to, uh, can I use the phone? We're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Weird question. Like, I don't know why you asked, you need to use the phone. And so he picks up the phone, dials. And then he's standing right next to me, like a foot away, maybe two feet, because I'm just right by the pizza and the phone's right by the pizza. And then I just hear like, hey, hey, is mom there? Can I talk to her? Hey, uh, mom, um, I just I just want to see if it's okay with God if I had a slice of pizza. Okay. All right. Thanks. I think he just grabs a piece of pizza. Mm. Mm. I'm glad God is good with pizza, though. Like he's like, yeah, dude, I mean, it's pizza. Come on, that's what I made it for. Consume yeah, it. Yeah, that's the whole reason why you're here. <laughs> what yeah. if that kid was starting his his life of crime though, and his mom was like, no, no pizza, and he was like, excellent, thank you. <laughs> that's what in my head after you said the whole like, is it okay with God thing? Now I I reframed everything he said to be like, hello, can I speak with mom? That yeah, I mean that I kind have- of was it. Is it okay with God if I have pizza? Like, I just keep getting that creepy grin on his face, too. That kind of was it. Like, I knew this guy all through high school, too. And, like, the journey that he went from, from who I knew in high school to that mm. point was bizarre. No. There's always like, that one like, high school kid. Yeah, I don't want to get into detail on, on the show, but, like, I'll tell you afterwards, because that that was a... One of my coworkers thought that they are going to wake up in his trunk. Yeah. There was this one kid like that, too. He was, like... I had the you know the devil bible and it would read it and it would just be he would wear like a sweater even if it was like 110 degrees out that was me, just but like, it's because i was fat <laughs> <laughs> we, we we i don't know where he's at now honestly we'd call him digit because he was just like digit 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 like he'll just pokemon no just, he would just say that like gollum was, <laughs> that's that's diglet <laughs> yeah, different <laughs> i i don't know the scariest moment for, for me, I know it was with my previous job where um, this guy had had threatened in a different location with a knife 
and would say that women are all liars, this and that. And he Sounds was like a nice uh, guy. Yeah, pretty nice guy. And he wasn't allowed anymore in any more locations. Like, no, we're not going to accept you. Um, please don't come back. And he came to Fresno to do the same thing. And he brought like three friends with him. And one apparently was also his, his dad, apparently. But he my was my best friend. <laughs> right. And the crazy part is we have a, a security thing and, in place to hopefully protect us and cops were called and promptly 20 minutes later, they showed up <laughs> after they're about to leave um, because Jesus. I was just trying to like buy time. It was me. Yeah. It, was, it was, it was happening to me. It was like, you know, we want to see somebody like, yeah, 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 no problem. Sit down. And like, no problem. Like it was regular <laughs> until I started reading his notes and it was like a paragraph long and oh, this guy threatened somebody with a knife. Cool, cool, cool. And there's three other guys with him now. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let's get the cops involved. Let's kind of have them get out of here. And they kind of got sick of waiting. Um, and the cops, as they're coming in, we described what truck they were getting into, got them stopped. But they were free to go because they technically didn't do anything besides trespass. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was the only danger I've ever been in recently. But I wasn't necessarily scared because he didn't, I didn't see any weapon. But hearing the notes, I was like, oh, man, this could get serious real quick. Yeah. And I'm outnumbered. <laughs> ah that is yeah that's upsetting um so in a fun fit of uh creeping me out on a real hardcore level a friend of mine just sent me a tweet just don't know why he decided to send it right now just decided (laughs) to send it right now and it's funny because like i was gonna say like with the the grinning the thing that i think freaks you out is the fact that it looks right but something's wrong and that's what she said it's like when things are just a little off Mm -hmm. fucking tweet literally just got sent to me (laughs) one of the most frightening things i've ever heard is when someone pointed out that the existence of the uncanny valley implies that at some point there was an evolutionary reason to be afraid of something that looked human but wasn't Mm -hmm. Mm. and like thinking about it's like yeah same thing there where it's like i know you're a human no no <laughs> something no wrong human. wrong 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 there's um i guess it's kind of like copy pasta one of my favorite ones that i like to bring up every halloween is uh similar to that uh it kind of goes over like you know why are we collectively afraid of like things with sunken eyes and sharp teeth and mm. and all this stuff yeah. like what was it that our ancestors were keeping afraid of. Uh, close by the fire at night and yeah that's that's the kind of shit that I love, though, is as creepy as it is and as freaky as it gets when you start thinking about like, well, wait a minute, why? Because like you could even think like with the sunken eyes, it's like, well, yeah, that looks like a dead body. That would scare us. Yeah, but it's, it's like someone unhealthy. But also like, well, what about the fangs and this and that on the same thing? And the the part that freaks me out is when you do think about like, you know, people make fun of like Assassin's Creed because like it's genetic memory. You can't do that. And it's like, no, there is some fucking truth to it. Yeah. Like. I see I genetically, yeah, but exactly. I can, if I see something with more legs than two running across my desk, exactly. That's the same thing, like with the cats, where there was that viral th- thing people would do to their cats that it turned out was super mean. Where if you put a cucumber behind your cat, it turned around, it would lose its shit. Ah, they're fine. And then it took somebody going like, "Yeah, that's because like they are literally like hundreds of or thousands of years have taught them 
that's a snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I was like, that's impossible. My cat's never seen a snake. And then I did it and it freaked him out on a big, bad level. I'm like, huh? Well, you never seen a snake, but you definitely know if you see a snake like thing, right. that ain't for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did that to ours and he just went back to his food. <laughs> I, we have the, we have a catnip toy. That's like just a, like a tube. It's almost like a long pillow, like this big. This just got st- like stuffing and catnip in it. Mm-hmm. And my roommate's cat loved it. Like he walked up, he was like, oh, hell yeah. Catnip was all over it, loving it, <laughs> had fun with it. My cat would only walk up to it and get mad and slap at it to get it away from him. And like, I watched him a couple of times, like the, it would just be behind him and he wouldn't have noticed it. And he'd turn around and see him and be like, fuck. <laughs> what if they were spooked themselves with their tails? Oh, I'm sure oh, they did. Watching yeah. my cats, yeah. Seeing how often he gets into a full-blown fucking fight with his tail. <laughs> yeah. He's not just afraid of it. He's mad at it. <laughs> oh, never shit. win. Justin McElroy agrees with you that in- inscription is really good too. I'm getting a lot of weird tweets right now about things we've talked about tonight. So I'm like, I don't know who's listening are we, to me. Are we live? Apparently. <laughs> uh, Justin McElroy, uh, Justin McElroy tweeted out like not that long ago, like 30 minutes ago. Just finished inscription today. It's the best game of the year. Okay. Should have just been like, Matt's right. Send tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just send it. Matt, do you agree? So good. JK, I know you do. If Who's you already, next? If we already own uh, the Hacks and Pony Island, I think you get it for $16 on Steam. Oh, nice. I haven't played Pony Island, so. Uh, I think we're going to, at some point in the future, we're, we might play it on uh, Dynamite Hour. I want to make Jason play it. Nice. I can go next. I have a couple options here. I got a real, like, a, just a real thing that's not like a ghost story, just like a fucking scary thing that can happen in real life. I got a local thing, which maybe uh, you maybe think of um, earlier with a local story. Is it the? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh I no, like no, that one. not nope. not no. the nightcrawler. Right. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Not, not the nightcrawler. Yeah. Something no. else, but oh. something that involves that, which is pretty funny. I like how we can. Um, no one, ew. no one who's listening to the podcast audio. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like walking. If you know Fresno, you know uh cryptids you know, yeah pick well, that up know fresno it's either uh yeah the crypt, cryptids are either meth heads or the nightcrawler <laughs> well, <laughs> all the spooky in their own right <laughs> yeah all the nightcrawlers is a meth head who's pulled their pants up too tight right too yeah i think so it's yeah. actually just like a, an alien but just also addicted to meth <laughs> oh <laughs> he was, a, he was a, a straight up gray and then he showed up was like this meth is great oh! <laughs> my pants <laughs> if you don't uh, put your bre- space pants around your throat they'll get you <laughs> I do want to briefly mention uh, an SCP. I really want Alex to read this. I, I'm not going to read it because it's kind of long. Um, I'll send you a, a video because uh, it, it involves sports. Sports. <laughs> and it, it's kind of interesting. The gist of it is, uh, so SCP, if you don't know, uh, it's this kind of made up, um, almost like government en- entity. And it's it's basically just like a bunch of people online write scary stories and they post on this west website called SCP, but nobody owns it and it's really cool. It's like a communal thing, and people post uh, these creatures or things that are just odd, and then they vote on it. And then like if it's good, like it'll actually stay on the website. If it's bad, they'll remove it from the website. So it kind of cultivates as time goes. Uh, one of them is about a DVR that recorded um, a basketball game, the 2010-2011 NBA season opening uh, between. Uh, Boston and uh, Miami and on that DVR recording if you play it back 
the more you play it back, the more people inside the, in the recording realize that they are living a Groundhog's Day. And what the hell? if you go back far enough, like it's just complete anarchy because they're trying to escape because they keep remembering the previous recording. And like literally like tribes are created and uh, ritual sacrifices happen. What? That's uh, if you're interested, look up SCP-1733. Wow. Uh, but I'll, I'll send you something afterwards because I think you really like it. Okay. Oh, I actually started playing the Dune soundtrack and it's very loud in my <clears> ears. <throat> oh God, Dune, stop playing. My uh, what, uh, what was second... SCP? SCP what? One seven three three. Seventeen thirty three. Cool. I'm gonna read that after. It's a really good done. one. Um, second runner up, real quick, was about this uh, Lake Nyos disaster. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, this mm-hmm. was, I think, in the eighties. Basically, this entire village um, in Cameroon just died, like, all at once. Damn. And, like, it was a big mystery for a while. And it turned out that there's a pocket of carbon dioxide at the bottom of this, like, uh, lake. And it just, like, swept through the town. Everyone suffocated. It's Christ. But just, like, wow. yeah, you just be living your day. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone's dropping around you. And then you're dead. So, yeah. bouncing off of the, like, you know, what what happened to us and uh, like, long 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 time ago as a species that made us afraid of certain things now i also on the other hand want to be like how many crazy events that turned into like the most insane urban legends or horror stories that we heard all through our lives were shit like that happening at a time when they're like we didn't know what carbon like yeah we didn't know what this was we just know that a something rolled through town and everyone died or people started going crazy and flipping out and yeah um that is something that I like look, looking into. And one of the um, uh, topics of so, something that did come from that is literally vampi- vampires, like tuberculosis. It was all blamed on vampires. Yeah. Well, they, they weren't wrong. Yeah. I mean, they did do a lot of vampire superstition stuff that actually helped, like burning the bodies after they died. Yeah. Stop the spread of tuberculosis. Yeah. That, and that's the thing is like how many, how many just legends come from that same a- aspect of like like you said, explain like something did, like did, unknown well, they, they did the the anti-vampire thing of burn the body yeah and the tuberculosis left so we yeah. know why that did it but like to them they're like fucking burning it yeah it, yeah it's it, still, it's the, the body python thing of like if it floats it's a witch yeah they're like it burnt we burned it it stopped it it's clearly a vampire we're so dumb um okay but i will read my final story here Okay. And this one's local, so that's why um, I like this one. It's actually about the Rainbow Ballroom. I don't, it's kind of a oh. popular story. I don't oh. know if you guys have heard of this. I, I think, I, yeah, I have. But go ahead, because it's a I good one. I feel like I have, but also all I ever think about the Rainbow Ballroom is getting into a fight there. With the devil? No, with a guy who was trying to dance with the girl I was there with at a Modest was Mouse show. Could, I mean, listen to the story. It could have been him. Oh, no. Um I'll All send right. you guys a link once I read this because I also want to go through the comments because that's what's crazy about this. Is there's a bunch of comments that are like, yeah, my grandma told me about this because my mom had yeah. told me this story when I was a kid. Okay, yeah, I think I know which one. Let's get into okay. it. <clears throat> so um, this website is the fun kind of makes me sad, but there's a website called Weird Fresno. There is, uh, yeah. I, I follow so on Instagram. The, yeah, uh, the Rainbow Ballroom on Broadway in downtown Fresno. There's a story... Several decade, decades ago, there was a dance held at the Rainbow Ballroom in downtown Fresno. The place was filled with many 
people. And at this dance, there was a handsome man that everyone seemed to, no to be noticing and talking about. He was tall, had dark features, and was dressed in an expensive white suit. I'm Colonel Sanders. As the night wore on, he asked a young woman by the name of Pat Patricia to dance. She was happy that she was chosen out of all the women there and began dancing with a handsome stranger who was said to have very smooth, a very smooth sounding voice. As the night continued, they danced and danced. For some reason, she looked down and saw the man's feet. To her horror, one of the man's feet resembled a huge chicken foot. Terrified at what she saw, she began screaming loudly. Everyone stopped dancing at the, at the sounds of her screaming and looked at her to see what was going on. They saw the man's strange foot and could not believe what they were seeing. At that moment, he smiled at everyone and disappeared. No one knows who the stranger was. Some say he was a ghost of a man that was killed years ago. Others say he was a demon playing, uh, playing that enjoyed scaring young women. And then say, some say it was the devil himself, reminding everyone that they won't know who he is until it's too late. Old chicken foot. I think he just skipped leg day, like every day. <laughs> Never skipped leg day. Oh, man. It makes my Colonel Sanders joke better. Ah, got yeah. him. Uh, but yeah, just checking out the uh, the comments on there, it's it's literally gives me that urban legend vibe because it's like you know I heard this too, but this was uh, different, or I was told that this happened in Mexico, and uh, but yeah, I was literally told this as a kid by my mom, who I think supposedly like one of her friends was there or something, and that's half of the comments on here. This is interesting. My mom told me a very similar story that happened in the 70s or early 80s in this in the town of Chihuahua, Mexico. Uh, the story was also told to my these are just all com comments here. The story was also told to my mother by my stepfather years ago. And if uh, we remember on our first Halloween episode, I had a personal horror yeah, story I was, that I was thinking that, about that when I was reading right now about your the the go feet, yeah. Or the um, was that the same one with the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, the devil's yeah bathroom. That's <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe that's the origin of the pukui. Oh, <laughs> I said it's still there. My family still owns the house and all that. I, I use it quite often when I'm there. <laughs> if you want to hear that story, go to our first Halloween episode. That was actually uh, one of the scariest ones we told that night. <laughs> <laughs> was it? This I thought, is my I favorite was comment. I was having trouble copying it. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, brief explanation on that one. It was just the, the bathroom was locked and we saw some feet. Go listen to the full version if you, you'd like to hear more spooky story. And that was mine. That was my, when I was and, like uh, in first grade. Uh, That's crazy. Did you, did you uh, send a comment from the comments? Yeah. Okay. It's a real um, spooky comment. Yeah, I also heard. Um, so that's the thing too. Is my yeah, cat just jumped up and fucking headbutted me and scared the shit I'm out of me. I'm the devil. Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of the comments are like, uh, "I heard he had hooves," and I've also heard that. And the ones that are saying that this happened in Mexico, also, that's actually a big urban legend out there, because I've heard that same thing. And I actually bought like a uh, uh, Hispanic like spooky book, I guess. Like it just has a bunch of like. Uh, the war of Spanish heritage or Mexican heritage. And that's that's one of the stories in there, I believe. Hey, hey Matt. Mm. So speaking of things coming back from the dead, uh Weird Fresno's had two posts recently. On the website? Nice. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at it right now. Uh, I do follow their Instagram too, which does do things. But yeah. September twenty oh, first yeah. there was a post and October twenty fourth. Hell yeah. Subscribe. On Instagram or 
on their regular um, website. Uh, yeah, just weirdfresno.com. Nice, good. I'm glad it's back. Okay, because the, the last one on their Instagram was a Furby that was a nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot, I was going to mention one more thing. About there's Fresno. so many. It's, it's, it's one of those stories where there's a lot of accounts of that particular event and also similar events around the world that just make it so intriguing and it's yeah you can't like dismiss it entirely uh, <coughs> ah black blackbeards that's the thing i always think about around halloween um in 87 a magician just straight up died at blackbeards well i mean i skipped the fish tank didn't make food. it well he was Aww. trying to get do he was trying to be buried alive and he was <laughs> Well, you succeeded. It's one of those but things like, where, like, I, do you I, succeed by getting out, or are you succeeding by failing? <laughs> um, but I had never, I never heard of it before. And then I looked it up um, a couple of years back, and I thought, I don't know, that was interesting because I went to Blackbeards all the time, and just like the year I was born, someone died here. The Fresno B reported that. The, yeah, they had it. It was on Halloween, too. That's weird. I thought he was trying to climb on my like. Let me know that he has to go use the restroom and he keeps like randomly touching my feet. But ah, stop. <laughs> That's what my cat did. Like, I'm just sitting here, like, listening to the story. Like, this is creepy and reading the like shit about it. And I'm like, this is creepy. My cat's just like, hi. <laughs> uh, I see you're at your most vulnerable. Let me remind you, I could kill you. Psh. Dick bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The present one. That's all That's... I got. Okay. Um, I have a, a a local one. Um, there was one I actually did research and did a whole, like I worded, I put in a word document what I wanted to say, but it's gonna take too long, so I'm just gonna use a local one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't want to read the whole SP, SCP thing. Let's see. Um, okay. So this one, what's funny is there's a a, a story because I found one on Fres Yes dot com and this one has multiple uh, central valley horror stories and one has the portoville gnome that i i don't know I, i'm not gonna read that one but i was like okay gnomes gnomes have scared me since like goosebumps age so i'm just gonna what was what's the the mexican version it's like the 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 where the or the wing mexican gnomes what are they called because I've seen gnomes. like a bunch of videos for some reason like of mexican yeah gnomes. they like move and all that you yeah. know looking it's like the Crying Angel from uh, Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. The Wendays. Wendays, yes. Yeah, D U E N D E. But like, if you okay. just look it up on YouTube, like, you'll just find a bunch of like weird little dudes running around. So I'm going to um, read the ones from Fred's Yes and then a little snippet from the actually from weirdfresno.com. So let's see here. This one's called The Wolf Ape of Watts Valley. So I'm just going to read it for uh, verbatim, but if anybody wants to read the other articles, it's fresdescom slash tag slash weird dash Fresno. So this is the first one actually on this list. So this one, uh, this was one of the earliest stories I wrote shortly after I heard a mention in KRZR. And this is from the uh, author of this article, Michael Banty. Um, where's the piece the front row? Because that was the radio station before KRZR. Uh, two men were gem hunting. The wild hair. 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Near the Watts Valley Road. And they saw something out of the bushes that they described as a mangy gray haired creature about six feet long that had a face similar to a baboon. It made sort of a coughing sound as it opened its mouth. Terrified. And I would be too. Both men, both men ran from the creature as it began to chase them, chase after them. They ran for several miles, hopping fences, dodging bewildered cows, uh, until they finally found themselves in the Waltz Valley Cemetery in Toll House, California. They were able to distract the beast until a caretaker pulled up and offered to give the two men a ride back to their car. The three, so it's three of them now, watched as the creature kind of ran away silently. No one, no one knows about the, what the creature is. But it's legend to um, have been around for at least a century. Um, and the, another person, Ansel Adams, supposedly came across a pack of these creatures um, on one of his many trips to Yosemite. And another story tells of one terrorizing a schoolhouse full of children, which is the story I'm going to read here in a bit. And one story has the creature being seen on uh, at Bass Lake sometime in the 1980s. Um, what the theory is, is that it's like a failed genetic experiment, an offspring of Bigfoot or something else completely no one else knows. This is awkward. It's just me. <laughs> it's just you without your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Those hairy beasts. You were just yawning and they took it as the screen. Uh, like, yeah. My asthma is acting up. So I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm going to show my teeth. Ah, ah. All right. So this one is off of Weird Fresno. Uh, dot com. It's strange things going on at Lost Lake. Uh, and this one was September 19th, 2010. And wait, is this the same story or not? Um, let's see. If not, then it's another one. <laughs> I received several stories regarding some rather interesting things. Oh, no, it's different, but it's Lost Lake. So I'll read it anyways. Uh, happening at Lost Lake. Uh, this is in Fresno County. It's a recreation area. It's located near Fryant Road, north of Fresno, on the way to Milton, Milton Lake. Uh, and I've actually been to Lost Lake before. Uh, one witness and their sister-in-law were fishing late one evening alone at one of the <clears throat> day, beaches, day beach areas. The witness reported that as they were shining their flashlight on the island across the water, they saw a dark figure moving in the brush. At first, they figured it was a coyote or something but then they realized it was too big of an animal to be that. Just as they were about to turn off the flashlight, the light hit the figure. It appeared to be uh, a young man, about four feet tall, pale, only wearing swim trunks. But right as the flashlight was turned off, the person heard a large splash, like something heavy had been thrown into the water. The witness claims it couldn't have been a fish as whatever it was made a loud splash. They turned the flashlight back on and searched for uh, what was they thought was a little boy, but found nothing. Spooked by this incident, both parties left in a hurry and never came back. And a second incident was that uh, same two people mentioned before this uh, time as a different location in the park. Once again, they were fishing late one night, uh, this time off the broken bridge. Both were ta uh, talking as their poles were in the water when they looked down towards the water and noticed a large figure in the water swimming to the shore. When it reached land, it breached itself and stayed motionless for several minutes. What happened next terrified the two witnesses, and whatever it was, stood on both legs 
and began to walk around as, as if it was searching for something. They witnessed it was about five feet tall and couldn't really make out any features. It was really dark. The creature then crouched down on all fours, lay down its belly, then slithered back into the water and disappeared. Both witnesses were terrified and, uh, terrified and needless to say, got the hell out of there. Both in no. Central Valley. Both. Um, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my victim girl. <laughs> it's crazy that, okay, oh, 2010, you could, even now, it's so hard to prove like creatures. You would think now we have so much video mm. capability. How are we not getting these things? There's an interesting theory that uh, there's a book called The Goblin Universe, and it kind of goes into that, the, the reason why um sightings like that aren't so frequent or at least frequent enough for us to capture now is is uh that they're actually all these creatures are from actually a, a different universe and they cross over briefly and then go back you know um so i had so many tabs open that the second story too did you want me to read it because this one actually has a picture attached to it and i could um share it on instagram sure. um, if you want to okay sure. this one's it's very short so it's it's part of the first story and it's, a Watts, it's what's called now the Watts Valley Wolf Ape. And it's a strange beast that tends to be seen in Fresno County, California. This creature is often described as having an ape-like face, fully covered in gray hair. So gray is kind of like the same theme. It must be but, has, <laughs> but has human-like hands and feet. One of the more odd stories of the wolf <laughs> oh, ape no. was, was that when it broke into a single room schoolhouse, so it's the same story that in the first first story I told, the creature terrorized the students and teacher, but using desk, it still climbed into the rafters of the building. Listen to my broadcast. Listen to my broadcast. And <laughs> it ripped into everyone's belongings, ate their lunch, and left. This is my lunchable now. Yeah, this is that's a mat move. Come here, hot pocket. But this uh, one actually has a picture with it. I'm gonna. I'll post it in our Instagram, uh, our Instagram, but as well as our group chat. And uh, yeah, you can't make out too much of it, but what did that I could happen supposedly. Uh, let me see this one. This one was. Hmm, if I could find the what tab, I have like 20 tabs. <laughs> this one. This one was actually on Tumblr. Um, I don't know. It doesn't show. It's based off an Instagram post uh, posted on October 22nd, 2017. So just four years ago. That's wild. La Bête du Givondon is the poster. <laughs> the picture. You heard me. Zoomed in. <laughs> Long dong. It looks like a dude in a horse costume almost. That's what I was saying. Like, I think it's just a deer standing away. <laughs> it's just a, a thick a double C thick deer. I know, I know, deer. I know wolf ape when I see one. That ain't no relative of mine. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter and you be uh, the judge. For wolf ape. Yeah. <laughs> wolf ape. There we go. Ow. I oh, haven't yeah. heard of that one as uh as recent. I, I think the Nightcrawler is the most most prolific. We're going to push it. I fucking hate the Nightcrawler. It makes me so mad that that's the one that took off. <laughs> I love it. I love our scary pants I, I, of our cryptid. It, okay? it, yeah, it, it, it grew on me because I, I was there too. I was like, it's stupid. But now that it's the Fresno Nightcrawler. It's it's more, it's, it is stupid. But also son. like there's a, there's a lot of stupid cryptids. 
Yeah. It just bothers me because I'm like, we finally had one pop off here. There's so many cool legends you could bring up. There's so many cool areas around here. What what's the one that we get? Leggy boy. But that's the thing too. There's no way to like disprove it. I've seen different shows that try to like mimic it. You can't. Well, the bullshit is the guy just up and left town. That's and bullshit, then yeah. the the video, the only video that we have, the, the one that you see on YouTube, is actually a like phone camera recording a TV screen of someone else that recorded a projector <laughs> at some yeah. conference. But, uh, but I don't know it's just President Acrylic kind of love him. Well, we got other stuff though, but it never got as popular because yeah, like, that's what I mean. It's like there's other like really cool ones. Like this is cool as shit. We, Listen to this one. We even have our own like Sasquatch stories from like Shaver Lake. Like there's a whole really? mural up there. Yeah, there's they have a mural. Um, that Bobcat Goldbluth movie was filmed in Shaver, and it's all about Bigfoot. And it's kind of I don't, I don't really like it that much. Hmm. Snake Road, I think, is out in Sanger. There's like a headless horseman out there or something. Yeah, I've heard that one before. I think we just need to do an episode of all the Sunset Valley ones. Three hours later, just go Sunny Show. Now let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go. But that's our Halloween episode. I'm glad we got this in before Halloween was done because it was creeping up behind yeah. us. Right at the buzzer. We were going to we pull a Simpsons into our Halloween episode the week after Halloween. <laughs> you know, the podcast only comes out on Tuesday. <laughs> we don't even have a schedule anymore. It just whenever it I could get it done. Fuck Alex feels like yeah. it. <laughs> we never could no, fucking I, get it done, all right? Yeah, there you go. Do a lot. I was like, I gave, I gave you more agency, dude. Yours made it sound sad. I was like, when Alex fucking feels like it, no, feel like it. When Alex is like, you know what? You get to hear me in your ear hole. What up? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in your ear holes right now. <laughs> so all, all both of them. That was really loud. You vibrated my ear holes. <laughs> no one to do that. Oh man! Yay, we did it. We did it. Uh, thank you for listening. Happy Halloween. Uh, be safe. Don't accidentally give kids your uh, weed candies because I know that's ex- they're expensive. expensive. <laughs> yeah, I, if if anybody does find the houses that are giving those out to the kids, let me know and I'll take care of it right away. Yeah. I'll make sure <laughs> have no but... more to give out to any kids. <laughs> Anna, Hannah, that last time we were at your, your house was kind of like that. You're giving a bunch of treats to us. I just have access to a lot of things right now. Yeah. It's going to be lost on Halloween, full of gummy. I bring you love. Yeah, it's it. That's that's where we're at now. <laughs> Alex yeah. is going to fence. Max on the, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a the microphone. Phone, on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Looks like a so, Fortnite. I'll finish this episode off. Follow us on Linktree. That's where you'll find our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, all that good stuff. It's Linktree linktr.ee forward slash the number three hours later, hours later, all spelled out. Happy Halloween. Yes, I agree. You see, see someone smiling, run. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm the smiling man and the skunk oh. ape or whatever it was. <laughs> spooky Groot. Wolf ape. It's my spooky Groot. I'm a freak. <laughs>